You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies that actors were. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Welcome to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie. I'm your host. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy where you are in your self-quarantine homes and making sure you're wearing your masks when you go outside, you're washing your hands. I am here with Ryan and Angelica. We're going to talk about not pop culture stuff, not Umbrella Academy, not things that are happening in the geek entertainment space. We're going to actually talk about the coronavirus and what it has, how it has impacted us personally, how it's impacted the community and, you know, just all of the craziness that's happening in this world. So Angelica, Ryan, it's great to have you guys on the podcast again for us all to get together and have this chat and um, should be interesting discussion. Thanks for, for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I love you. the girl chat moments. Coronavirus is getting real. <laughs> to quote Cardi B. <laughs> Did she really say that? That's, that's the best. Yeah, I mean. I, I say that every day. I just wake up and I'm like, coronavirus, get real, get real. I do that every day now. It's like our new normal now. It's uh, like at first it was scary, and now we're just like, oh, it's just uh, another day. We're out here wearing our masks and putting on our gloves, and this is this is the way our life is right now. Well, do you want to do a roundtable, everyone's experience in a nutshell, and then we could like break it down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Do, do you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. I am. I have. I was sent home from work on March the 9th. So I'm going on Monday. It'll be my sixth week working from home. Um, it's been interesting. Just getting. It's just something different about working from home than working in an office. You don't have the same support. Mm-hmm. I had to get upgraded everything. My laptop's upgraded. Uh, Bluetooth keyboard, Bluetooth mouse. I've literally, I could write all this off on my taxes because it's insane how much stuff I ordered on Amazon. <laughs> uh, and so that was that was an adjustment. And then my second week, my daughter was sent home from school and from daycare. So I've been with her, um, a six-year-old in the house, just in the house. Wow. And then I've been homeschooling her on top of it while I'm working full-time. No stopping there. Wow. And I'm in school and then, you know, everything else that I do. So I've been stressed out. <laughs> That's my experience. And there's probably like moms everywhere that's going through similar situations just like that. Yes. So, um, it's been yeah. crazy. I am, um, since, since I am in news broadcasting, you know, media is considered essential, has to go to work. So I'm still in the Jeremy environments. 
Um, I mean, I have I have some day I have certain days yeah. off because they just want to make sure it's like um, you have one director and just one audio person. So, you know, just the bare minimum staff. But we so we kind of get to switch off like that. But I don't know. The thing that's really just freaking me out is just like how germy people are when you still have to go to work and you have to be like you have to be aware of, mm. you know, just doorknobs or like the equipment that we have is not always wiped down all the time. And we're doing that now. And it's just you get aware of all the stuff you didn't pay attention to before when you still have to go out and, you know, mingle. And then we have to put down tape like in our control room. We have tape down for the six feet to make sure everybody's keeping distance from each other. So it's just, I don't know, that's mm-hmm. just been the biggest thing mm-hmm. for me. And just like, you know, like just hand sanitizer everywhere. I'm making sure I have that with me and the, you know, the mask when you got to go to the grocery stores and stuff. But yeah, that's just the biggest thing for me. You're just realizing like, People might be seriously germy. Like I'm like, man, we did not pay attention to any of this stuff before. Yeah. 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 Cause I did not wash my hands as often as I'm doing now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's definitely increased. Yeah. You know, going through tons of liquid hand soap and um, you know, the fact that hand sanitizer is just like non existent. Um, so it's it's been crazy. So my personal story, um, I'm trying to recall the dates because it's all a blur now. I guess it was probably more like mid-March or early March um, when I got sick and I started coughing and it was a dry cough. And then I started to develop a fever. And about probably a couple of weeks before that, I had traveled Mm. and- um, I had shortness of breath. So like when I would go up the stairs, I would just be like, <sighs> like I couldn't have, you know, like I couldn't take deep breaths. So I had basically all of the symptoms of COVID-19 and I'm like, oh my God, um, I need to call a doctor quick. So I called the doctor and I was supposed to go in for an appointment and the doctor was like, okay, come in for an appointment. So on the way to the doctor, my doctor calls me up and says, you know what? Do not come in this office. <laughs> Go to a screening center and get tested for COVID-19. So in my state, I live in Virginia. Most of you listeners at this point probably know. Um, they had drive-through testing that they had just started. They literally had launched drive-through testing like the day before. Um, and I went through a drive-through testing center And it was really weird because there was, I guess they had like these security checkpoints, Mm. like they had the police there. It was really serious. I'm like, is it that serious? But they had like all of the security there. And the first security checkpoint, this guy was giving me the third degree because I didn't have a fever at that time. My fever only lasted 24 hours. Mm. Um, So because I didn't have a fever at the time, he was like, you, you don't qualify. You can't go through. And I'm like, guy um my doctor sent me here i would not be here right now if my doctor did not refer me to this location so um all this back and forth and then he was just like okay whatever i'll send you through but they're probably just going to send you back and then i get through the second security checkpoint give her my name and she's like oh yeah jamie broadnax oh come right through we've got you checked in. I'm like, really, dude? Like, I'm spending 15, 20 minutes with you just for you to tell me all of this crap. So long story short, I, um, you know, get the test where they basically put like um, a cotton swab um, on your tongue. And then I didn't get my test results 
for 10 days. And I had to stay in my bedroom and I felt like I had like the bubonic plague or something. Like I had to stay away from all my family members. Um, And it was just torture. Uh, I did get a phone call and I am negative. So thank God everything is okay. Mm. Um, But it was a really scary time because my flu, it it was the flu. Um, My flu actually developed into bronchitis. So uh, I just started coughing incessantly and um, the shortness of breath got even worse. And now, um, and I took a pack and I'm fine, but I still have like a lingering dry cough. um, And this has now been for like a little over a month now. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just so weird that it all happened around the development of this coronavirus that had started. And, you know, I'm just thinking obviously the worst. Um, So I'm just like on freaking WebMD. No. (laughs) (laughs) Never do WebMD. You're dying. Don't get on WebMD. (laughs) Looking on YouTube, you know, looking to see what maybe Dr. Sebi was was kind of treatments he would have said. I I, I know, right? My, My my brother was like, let's think of some home treatments to give you. He's giving me like monster drinks and like, this is a- <laughs> yeah, because I guess there's like some ingredients in there that helps with like your throat. I don't know. It was some weird stuff that he was giving me that he thought could help. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so everything's fine. But it was, yeah, it was pretty scary. And um, my mom, she's got asthma mm-hmm. and she's elderly. And, you know, I was just really concerned for her because she's obviously someone who's very vulnerable to this illness. So um, I'm just glad everything turned out okay. But yeah, yeah, it's it's been a a scary time for folks. So I've just been staying in the house like 24 seven. This this whole thing, though, it's it's weird. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I've been like, I guess. I've been prepared for this because I've been basically working from home. You know, Black Girl Nerds is my full-time job. So I've been working from home for the last two years. So my whole lifestyle really, excuse me, my whole lifestyle really hasn't changed. Um, And I'm a homebody anyway. So I don't really go out a whole lot. (laughs) So, you know, I I really haven't um, had too much of a dramatic shift in my lifestyle since all of this, you know, okay. since the crisis. Yeah. I thought I was a homebody until this happened. <laughs> and I realized, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, Cause I'm, I'm more of like a once a month, like I'll go out maybe once a month, like really like go out, go out. And just the fact that I can't brunch anymore is killing me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I'm a brunch and happy hour type of girl. And I do that at least not once or twice a month. So the fact that I can't do it, just it's it's hard. Um, <laughs> and, and I went to my first virtual happy hour last night. Oh, yeah. Shout out. To, yeah. Shout out to DeAndra. Oh, who yeah, invited me to a that. virtual happy hour last night, which was a lot of fun. So we were on Zoom and had a glass of wine and heard our friends from L.A., you know, we all kind of got up on the the Zoom and had our little interaction on there. So I, I had never done that before. So that was fun. Yeah, I did one about oh, two weeks ago, and I had I had we all had our drinks and other things. 
not me. I just drank. And uh, <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. It was, it was, I should do that for Black Girl Nerds. I should have us all get together yeah, for that'd be happy hour. Um, oh, yeah. Get all happy hour. Oh, are you guys checking out all the... I like seeing all the celebrities do that kind of stuff on like Instagram and everything now because they're trying to find ways of, mm-hmm. to escape Kevin Feeder mm-hmm. and everything. So just all the like, did you did you guys actually get to see um, Issa Rae's uh, block party? Yes, block party? that was fun. That was hilarious. Like that kind of stuff, like that is hilarious to me. That kind of gives me like a little bit right. of escape from yeah, all the Yeah, I stuff. think at the time I was baking cookies with my dad and watching ba- uh, Ninja oh. Batman or Batman Ninja, oh, so I know. like raced home just in time to watch Insecure. <laughs> That's sad. Me and my dad are baking cookies. Yay. <laughs> No, you gotta get your bake on. I heard people are cooking these days. You know, cooking, exercising. I mean, I I ain't a, I'm not a cooker. <laughs> I mean, I can cook. I just hate cooking. You know what's going up a lot? You know, uh, my grocery bill. I've never. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Instacart. Oh my gosh, I'm like my on best Instacart. <laughs> weekly i'm on that joint getting groceries man i had to get the membership because i'm re-upping every two weeks and yeah. i thought I had, before we got locked down lockdown i thought ahead i was in my daughter's gymnastics class and i was like i feel like this is going to shut down let me go ahead and instacart and i've been ordering every two weeks but like snacks alone are like 200 dollars. like this kid is killing me she's killing yeah. me <laughs> Did you guys um, go to the D Nice party on Instagram? Oh no, I haven't yet. I heard it was. I heard it. That's the oh thing that you gosh. need to check out. Now, that was a dope party. Oh my gosh! Like all the celebrities were there. I heard. <laughs> Janet Jackson was there. Michelle Obama showed up, <laughs> and he was playing like all of the songs from like the eighties and the nineties, which I could appreciate because all this music. I don't know any of these young people. <laughs> so, like playing all the songs from back in my day, I was like, okay, I can rock with this. So that was that was a nice little Instagram party that he had. Yeah, I heard about it, and I would see everyone's reactions. I just never like hit the the actual thing. But if he 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 pulls up again, I'll probably join. I know they're doing like a lot of face offs. And fun fact, remember on um. About a, about a couple months ago, I would do those face-offs on Twitter. Like, I'd be like, mm-hmm. um, everyone's doing that now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Head-to-head. Listen, everybody's doing live tweets now. And I um, hmm, wonder mm-hmm. who started doing tweets back in the day. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we originate a lot of things around these parts. But, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. It's all good. That Clark sister, uh, that was fun. That was, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that yeah. But uh, between you and Black Girl Geeks and me and Black Girl Nerds, I was cracking up <laughs> between the two of us. Hilarious. Having way too much fun. Y'all have way too much fun on Twitter. It was so much fun, and Lifetime did really well. I think it was their number one program. Oh, yeah. of the year so far. Oh, so I they did really that. well. Yep. Ratings. Mm-hmm. I actually watched it twice because I I wasn't. Ex- I mean, it's not to say because like I grew up in a very like Christian household and maybe not as strict. Um, I could wear pants, but all the things that mo- the mom was doing, my dad was the same way. So it was just funny just seeing that on screen. Um, and my dad definitely has sniffed me before and be like, what you been doing? And I'm like, dad, come on. I was at a bar. 
this was not this is not me i didn't do that so it, it was fun i've been watching so much television so i know you guys have been watching um or have watched tiger king yes I seen one episode and it just I was like I can't do it. I, I mean the dude was he scared me. Carol Baskin. I was like I made it through the episode though. Oh she Carol did. She did. She did it. Did you <laughs> Did you see the video that they did to Savage? Like it was like Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. It was the funniest thing. What? But oh before gosh. we even discuss this, I, Ryan, I'm gonna need you to watch it because I watched it with my mom's, and she was the same way with episode one. She's like, I can't watch this, and I forced her, and then she was like, Oh my gosh, this is well, off actually, yeah, I was gonna say, actually, my mom was why she was the reason I started watching it, and then I made it through the episode, and I was like, Oh my god, these people are crazy, and then she, but she's trying to get me into so, I, yeah, I might end up killing, giving you guys a report on like when I actually finish it, but whoo. I mean, if you watch reality TV and soap operas, that's basically Tiger King. It's a reality TV soap opera. That's all it is. Yeah, I can see why it has people intrigued because, yeah, he's just, you know, just crazy enough, you know. But my thing is, I feel like even if we discuss, it won't spoil it because they basically throw everything that happened in the first episode. They just go back and break everything down over the others. So all I'm going to say is Joe was set up and I'm going to stand by that. Joe was that up. Was he though? Was he though? I need to watch more episodes because dude was killing me. I was like, was he though? His style, I loved it. His song. You say his style, you loved it. His and that's why I want Ryan to see it too because we need to do a Tiger King episode where we just talk about it. Because props to um, Exotic Joe for being a gay man and convincing two straight guys. Uh, yeah, yep. that's all I'm. Math yeah. and money goes a long way. <laughs> man. Wow. His discography. <laughs> Wait, three guys. He had three straight guys. Yeah, we want to talk about two. Two married him, and then he got one straight boyfriend. No, I think I think they got married. I think they got married. That's just his honey. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, two at the same time. Right, right. <laughs> and then married a third one. So yeah. What? I only seen the first. One. I mean, man, I gotta watch some more of these. Carol Baskin came up too because she had her first husband, her second husband, who died suddenly. Then. Her third husband, who looks just like her second husband, and she got all the money. Come on now, like she the real pimp in this. And then she has a picture of him on a leash. Yes, <laughs> on a leash. And oh nobody talked gosh. about that. Nobody. It was just a random shot in the movie where it's a picture of him. She has a frame, and he's just there on a leash wearing an animal print suit, and nobody talks about it. I'm like, we're not going to talk about this moment. Because the rest of the show, that was probably the least craziest moment in the entire series. <laughs> On a leash. Wow. Oh, I don't know if I make it. I don't yeah, know we, if I make it. We, we, yeah. Okay. We're supposed to be talking about the coronavirus. We're talking about Tiger. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that was a great breakaway for people that you know, wanted to take their mind off of the craziness of what mm-hmm. was going on outside of their homes and watch Netflix. Because me personally, I did, and I think this was just me. I have this weird thing about myself um, where when I get depressed, I watch things that make me even more depressed. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's weird. But anyways, when I was going through my period of thinking, oh, my God, I might have covid I was watching CNN 
and MSNBC 24 seven, as well as watching yeah, yeah, the YouTube videos. Yeah, I've been there, yeah. yeah, so it was, it was a lot to just kind of absorb all of that stuff. And then like day by day, seeing the numbers of people infected and then seeing the numbers of deaths just rise every day. And I'm just like, my God, this is just, it's crazy. We were in a movie. Like I felt like I saw Contagion years ago. And the first thing that popped in my mind was this is just like Contagion. Like we're literally locked down, fighting over toilet paper. Um, Thankfully, my mom hooked me up. Thanks, mom. Shout out to you. And um, hand sanitizer. And yeah, it's been crazy. I don't think we've ever experienced this like not in my parents lifetime certainly not in mine so this is this this has definitely been an adjustment who would ever thought we'd live in a world where we're fighting over toilet paper (laughs) yeah and i don't get it because here like if you go to the grocery some of the grocery stores i just think people are skipping over the grocery stores I'm like, this, it's toilet paper in the grocery stores. I mean, I know you don't want to leave. I know some people don't want to leave the house, but I'm just saying. Girl, not my, my well, city. My- not in my city. Toilet <laughs> <laughs> paper around here. I, what? They got all the toilet paper in Virginia? Man. Ble- bleach products are hard to find in my area. Like, my mom hooked me out with a six-pack, um, and then I re-upped on my Instacart. So that was fine. But I've been trying to get cleaning products because, you know, now it's spring. I want to deep clean, like really like get down and dirty and clean out, you know, the oven and whatnot. Apparently yeah. those those items are out of stock. Yeah. So I got. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. It is hard with the Lysol. I, stuff like I will that. say this. Yeah. Shout out to my next door neighbor. The other day he did go to Costco for us and he, <laughs> he managed to find some toilet paper. So we do have like 24 rolls paper right now so we're good for a while but yeah it, wait you can't be giving out the number of rolls you got jamie that's dangerous numbers you count now you can't give all that out they're gonna come to your house jamie <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that i'm gonna edit my part out yeah, yeah, <laughs> just bleep that part out we're good we're redact that out redact. Um, but it's yeah it's been hard it really has been hard because going on instacart you look for toilet paper sold out Sold out, or you'll order it, and then Instacart will be like refund. And I'm, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I got offended when they my one shopper, one lady just kept asking me for a placement, so she was chatting with me actively. Do you want this instead? I'm like, yes. This other guy, he was like, bump that. I'm gonna get whatever I feel like, and he was just <laughs> giving me all these different replacements. I'm like, hold on now, <laughs> I didn't approve that. Um, so that's been interesting. And I've been door dashing a lot too. See, um, I'm afraid of that. Yeah, I'll just I'm alive. I'm good. <laughs> I, I I'm still a little paranoid about people preparing my food, so I'm not ready for that yet. You're not ready yet. I've been door. Well, I've been a loyal DoorDash customer for a long time now. I have door DoorDash Pass, and so when they said that they would do no contact delivery, and now they put like the stickers on it, psh, I'm good. I want some Cheesecake Factory. Hello, order that. But yeah, I expect to be like 50 pounds heavier by the oh, time I know. this is over. I, I, I refuse know. to get on my scale right now because I have not been exercising. Ryan was like, "People are ex." I was like, "Not me." <laughs> Not me. <laughs> not you guys gotta watch out for that COVID fifteen. 
Yes. <laughs> Look, all I got to say is my quarantine boo was like, you're looking thick lately. I'm like, yeah, all that DoorDash is definitely. Speaking of, hey, quarantine people have boo. ripped boo bay. Speaking of, I mean, I, the, I'm not going to. There's, there's, there's the details. I'm just, I was just, you know, I just got thought off a little bit. I'm, I've been good. I only, I have one quarantine boo. We have an arrangement. It's fine the way it is. You know, like Lysol, <laughs> you know, do whatever you got to do before you get to the door. Put this mask. Like we have something set up. You know, we got a plan. I know people that are literally hooking up like on Facebook dating, on Tinder, going to people's strangers' houses. I'm like, oh, hold on now. No. Not so about just, life. Just you don't care about your yeah. life. Yeah. That, yeah. That makes me concerned right there. Yeah. But I did hear, yeah, I did hear Tinder and all that. I heard they was raking in all the people. no thank you they say if you haven't been around somebody within the last week they you shouldn't be around them so the only visitors that i have is you know quarantine boo on occasion my daughter's here um i go to my parents and i come home and that's it um and then her dad my daughter's dad comes and get her he has a mask on he picks her up and, and i haven't really seen anybody else since all this happened so can't imagine just going to a stranger's house that i met on tinder and having no idea about their history or their environment how they clean themselves that's just a little bit too risky for me it's so funny because i i recently heard in the news that tiffany haddish is dating common now first thing that came to my mind was like did y'all test each other for COVID 19 <laughs> <laughs> it is the new std now <laughs> it's like that's your new first question of the day have you tested for COVID 19 did you test for COVID first <laughs> um you know, all them celebrities got like home test kits, so who knows? Oh yeah, they they ready. Yeah, they ready. Yeah. They're good to go. All right. Speaking of, who else was hurt when they heard that Tom Hanks and Rita had yeah. it? I was, was like, like, no, not Hollywood's sweethearts. No. no. And then I heard Idris, and I was like, no. Oh yeah, now that one. Yeah, that one did get me. I was like, what is going on? Would you still hook up with Idris though? COVID no. positive. You have to now. You have to now. All the people that you have crushes, you gotta hesitate now. You, I'm telling you, you gotta think about it. Like, it, 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 it would take me a minute to think about this question. <laughs> like, no, said no. Okay, okay. Like if if if, if Idris was like, you know what, I, I would like to go out with you. I would like to, you know, go out on a date with you and and hook up. <laughs> you you wouldn't you wouldn't do it. COVID positive and all. What? Well, <laughs> I think it's because he's married now. Like right. the attraction no, no, is no, gone. If he wasn't married, let's just say he wasn't married. He's single. Oh, okay. He. You know. I can't go back. I don't know. I am still. <laughs> Ask me still, about I'm Michael. Worried about the Rona no, a little bit. I'm still worried about the Rona. Totally positive, and he wants you. Ask me about Michael. Then I have to think about it. Michael B. Jordan. You know, I still. You know, mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know if he's positive, and you know he'd be out there in them streets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Michael. She didn't mean it. She didn't mean that. I love you, Michael B. You know this, but I'm just saying. Just saying, get yourself tested. Just get yourself. Tested. I don't know. I'm crying. Uh, Everybody gets Rona. You got to watch positive. out. Yeah. I, I. We would just. I would probably just wear a hazmat suit, and we would just be kicking it, and I would just put plastic down. <laughs> Ryan, do you have an answer? Awfully quiet. Uh, for you talking about for Michael B. Jordan or, or Idris, either or 
either wire just over Michael B. Jordan. I mean, Michael B. Jordan just it's Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. It's not really, you know. Okay. I don't think he's worth it. Are you? He's not, he's not worth you? risking this this Rona right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm offended. That's okay. More for me. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, you got your hazmat suit over there with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'll be cute too. It'll be a red one. What? Uh-uh. Yeah, it'll be a red hazmat suit. Lady in red. <clears throat> I would do the hookup and then pray for a cure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jimmy. Um, what do you guys think about for these uh, COVID 19 booze? Co- what would you say? The thought that's going into these COVID 19 booze. I like this. I feel like people going to have Corona babies. Uh, oh, you oh, know yeah, that. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, you know that. Everybody's stuck in the house. A lot of Corona. Yep, babies. that's the thing now. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, I. I saw two twins were born around this time. It was the the Daily News, UK Daily News released it. One twin was COVID. It was a boy, and the girl, her name was Corona. And I said, "Oh goodness, oh, oh. see, that's not even right. Why would you name your kid after a virus? Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, that's, that's messed, messed up. up. Yep. Yeah. Don't At least with though. Corona, you can say it's Spanish for for crown. But what can you say about COVID? And people are like, oh, COVID is such a cute name. It's like Cody. I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I tell yeah. you that cabin fever, naming people COVID. Mm-hmm. That ain't even right. Either or. Even Corona. I, I just, no. People people will, I, you know what, who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for the, the Budweiser company and the Corona beers. Like... <laughs> People, people will now forever associate the word Corona with coronavirus. They, oh God! They really will. Yeah, those sales got to be rough right now. Yeah, my no. parents, my parents tried to get me. They called me and they said, "Your brother, he has the Corona." I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. He has a six pack." Ha 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 ha! They're like, "How'd you know?" I'm like, "Cause it's been played out at this point." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to do some rebranding, some remarketing around that name. Mm, you know, um, Rapunzel's from the Kingdom of Corona. Just saying. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tangle. They're gonna have to redo that. Yep, Disney's gonna have to think of some some marketing around that. <laughs> is that uh, wait, is that a Disney property, Rapunzel? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's Tangle. They're part of the Disney princess. You know, I'm a Disney head. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tangled is part of the Disney Princess franchise, so yeah, they 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 gonna have to revamp that. That's another thing that's kind of sad right now. Disney has closed their theme parks. I know they pushed yeah. back their dates of their film theatrical releases. Um, R.I.P. Mulan. Yeah, yeah. Out. When we gonna see Mulan? I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, Black Widow's still coming out this year, so that's okay. coming out in May. Um, that's the only theatrical release we can expect from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then there's the Disney Plus shows um, that will mm. be coming out. But yeah, everything else has been pushed back. And then uh, Comic-Con, it was just announced Comic-Con has been canceled or postponed. Mm. So no I Comic-Con know. this yeah. year. And I think that's like the first time in like 50 years they were saying that's crazy. Yeah, same with South by Southwest because I was going to go to South by Southwest in March. Um, and that was the first time it's ever been canceled in its, I think, 36 or 37 year history. So yeah. Yeah, this virus just taking all these conventions out. Well, you know, I'm a big music festival girl. So <laughs> that's out the door, even if they do reopen. Yeah. 
uh, the Roots picnic I go to every year, even if they say they're still doing it, I can't go. I can't imagine. And the fact that crowds, when I'm watching like TV, let's say I'm watching something old or I'm watching like a game or seeing an arena full of people, I get like, I get like goosebumps. Like, oh, this is that. Can you imagine all the people that can infect each other in that small space? I can't imagine being at a music festival uh, shoulder to shoulder with people now. No, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Mm-mm. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, and I was going to follow. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ryan. I don't know. I was going to say, I was just going to say, we still have the RNC coming here, and I just don't get it because the restrictions that's going into this thing makes no sense to me. I'm like, you might as well just do something like virtual or something online. Because, you know, it's going to be having a section people out in different seating, mm. you know, more security to make sure people aren't touching each other. But so I just don't get it. I just feel like it's just that awareness, like, and people are going to be nervous, too, having to be out, you know, if you have tickets or whatever. The RNC, the Republican National Convention? Yeah. Well, let's so, do yeah, the politics. Here, so, yeah. Because, first of all, it doesn't even shock me that the RNC is still happening because Republicans really don't give a damn about this virus right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just, I just kind of figured though, after the amount of, after like, if you look at the long list of guidelines we have to have here in Charlotte for this thing, I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys really could do this virtually and be done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's some it's, email. It's really frustrating. Also, um, just to before we switch to politics, to add to the music festivals, I was really disappointed that something in the water got canceled because I know I was going to volunteer. I was hoping to even have an event there for black girl nerds. Um, and uh, there was going to be a lot of celebrity guests that were coming this year. Pharrell had expanded it. So it was going to be more than just music. He was going to have Taraji Henson be there. Stacey Abrams was going to show up there. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like all of these other um, great guests. And, um, you know, obviously in addition to all the musical performers and that got canceled. So that made me yeah. sad. So I wanted to come too. I was just like, you know, my place, you know, you got a free place to stay. No, nice. Well, there goes Next. made in America. I'll go to me in America every year. That's out the window. So, um, yeah, man, Robin yeah. just has no respect for music right now. I'm just saying who, who doesn't have respect for music? I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. Rona. Rona. Oh, Rona don't care. Yeah, I'm sick of her. <laughs> She don't care about music. <laughs> she don't care about the fandom community. She doesn't care about anything. Um, she, she raggedy. I'm sick of her. <laughs> yep. She needs to go away right now. Bye. Bye. Bye, Rona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, everything that we love is, is just shut down. Um, so, I mean, what is the first thing you'll do when you feel safe to go outside? Like, when outside opens up again, what's the first thing you're doing? Uh, going to the hair salon? Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. Oh, oh my. yeah. So the the thing it aggravate I, me so bad. I had just got my hair done right before lockdown. So oh, that was a good call. That was a good call. Right yeah, there. yeah. I had gotten my hair freshly done, but I mean, it's time for it to get done again. So, um, yeah, that's the first thing I'm definitely gonna have done. Good call, Ryan. Good call. I got my hair. I got my hair pressed on March the 11th, and I just washed that out. My daughter, I washed her out like two weeks ago. So that my nails. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. People haven't learned how to take off the acrylic nails and everything. I mean, I use gel. Yeah. I won't even let people see my feet now. Like you know, 
mm-hmm. quarantine boot I come through, um, I'm wearing my socks. Yeah. Yep. Like, no, you're not. No, my eyebrows. I I am just an ugly person right now. Just ugly. Just yeah. ugly. <laughs> hmm well I, i've been craving a bison burger really badly um that's the last restaurant I, I went to um tony montana's we had like a happy hour for me and my coworkers, and i ordered a bison burger and it was delicious and ever since i've been wanting it so when outside opens up again i'm probably just gonna get a bison burger pretty simple nice <laughs> i like it yeah, and I'll just go to the mall too and just, you know, go shopping again. It just feels nice to get some retail therapy. So that'll be Oh yeah, that's a good call too. Yep. A nice experience. Mm-hmm. So who else ordered too much from Amazon during this time? Just me? I, <laughs> just you no, girl. I'm trying to get it. Like when is it getting here? Like that's my thing. This Amazon or the mailman or FedEx or UPS, they're at my door every day now. It's to the point where I... Oh, so you you got all my packages. That's where... I wave. You know, I say wave and I say thank you. But I live really close to several um, distribution centers. There's at least two in my county. There's one down south and then there's one in Philly. There's actually a whole bunch of Philly. So everything gets to me pretty quickly as long as it's not coming from overseas. Sorry. Um, yeah, I tried getting toilet paper on Amazon and that didn't work out for me too well. I tried getting hand sanitizer on Amazon. That didn't work out too well for me. Um, I actually just ordered an ink cartridge today and I was able to get that. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much it with uh, me and Amazon. I did just cancel my Prime subscription though. Cause, oh, I was about to say. I need that. I need that. Yeah, it's for political reasons. I'm not happy uh, with Jeff Bezos. He does not treat his employees very well. And well, he never has. He really never has. And I canceled <laughs> it a long time ago. But the fact that he's not giving these folks health care. And uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, and this man makes like over a hundred billion dollars a year. It's just disgusting to me. And I'm giving this guy a hundred dollars a year, uh, for a, a prime subscription that I barely even use. Um, right. especially now, I'm just like, I can't deal with this anymore. And I don't even watch anything on Amazon Prime Video, <laughs> I don't even watch any of those shows. Um, so yeah, I went ahead and canceled the subscription. <laughs> understood understood all right guess i'm not i guess i won't order anything else um but i had to upgrade jamie i had to upgrade i had to get a new laptop you 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 know me i'm i'm the little you know the leftist warrior of the group you are (laughs) you are but i had to i couldn't do my job I say thank you and I wave at them. They know me now. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> See <you> tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Um, I ordered a lot of decorative pillows. It's just too much. Go- it's when you're in the house. It's retail therapy. I mean, I know when I went through a bout of depression, um, I did a lot of retail therapy that just kind of helped me get through it. So sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to go through buying things that make us happy and I'm not gonna you know shade anybody for that so do what you got to do to make you know your especially now that we're in our homes whatever you got to do to make your space feel comfortable you know feel serene 
then do that. Like my mom, she's obsessed with DIY videos. Mm. She's on YouTube watching all of those young girls that you know oh, yeah, make so things know. out of nothing, basically like cardboard and freaking solo paper cups and all of these things and and like create all of this wall art and stuff so like do what you got to do to make yourself you know happy and help pass the time yeah yeah well I put together a patio set so that was nice I got that from Wayfair Mm -hmm. and it took me like two hours to put it together I I caught up on some James Bond movies and I was it gave me such satisfaction because usually I'm a little bougie usually I'll I'll have someone do it for me like oh can you build it but I did it myself <laughs> and I just you know it's nice sitting outside knowing I built something so yeah. nice yeah. so what do you think about our president wanting to reopen this country and basically let everybody out and basically get coronavirus and kill us all because it sounds like that's what he wants to do um I'm not really happy about that and it's crazy because I have friends that live overseas like I have a really good friend that lives in Paris and he is in Normandy now and you can't leave the house without paperwork without something saying like you have to like go online sign up um then you have to have like a pass and they will stop you if you don't have your paperwork saying I'm going to the grocery store from six to eight and I'm going to return by eight o'clock so the fact that he's saying let's reopen the country by May the 1st or if you want to even earlier than that it's a little scary yeah and I think in and Ryan, I think you brought this up in Florida. They've opened up the beaches uh, again. Yeah, that's crazy to me. It's like what? And and I saw the video. There was a lot of people out there. Like yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, this what got them in trouble the first time. Yeah, I was just like, this is crazy. People are dying right now. They're like thousands of people that are infected right now and also people that are that don't even know they're infected because it is asymptomatic so why would the governor of that state even allow that to be a thing and open up the and of all the things to open up the beach where tons of people can be confined in one area like yeah you know Floridians are a piece of work <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> well, let's that be real. Because he was late doing the lockdown and now he's early with opening mm-hmm. things up. So he's a piece right. of work. Right. Um, because a similar community is like, let's say California, they're locked down. The yeah. beaches are locked down and they're fine. They're surviving. So why open up a Florida beach? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean... I'm just going to say this, and this might be very controversial, um, but blackface and all, I love my governor because my governor is not uh, listening to what Trump is saying because Trump recently had tweeted out different states to, I guess, open up their, you know, to liberate, liberate, as he said. And he mentioned Virginia. And my governor was just like, I'm going to listen to the scientists. I'm going to listen to the data. And right now, the data and the scientists say that it's not time for us to, you know, open things up and that we need to still stay on lockdown. And I think that's great. And he's opening up like virtual learning programs to keep you know kids educated while we're under lockdown. Um, he recently even like he's passing all of this other legislation while we're going through this. And he made it where um, Election Day is going to be a holiday 
so people could actually, you know, not have to go to work and be able to go to elections. So I thought that that was really cool. And then um, for people in Virginia that are unemployed, that are self-employed, he made it so that um, they could file for, um, or people that are self-employed, um, that they could file for unemployment. Okay. Um, so I thought that that was, you know, some really cool things that, you know, my governor is doing that I guess a lot of other governors are, you know, falling short on. So um, even though he's made some mistakes in the past and people are very critical of him, like, I love my governor. So I'm I'm just glad that I have someone that's a leader that's actually keeping us safe and is smart than someone like the governor of Florida and even someone as dumb as Trump that is really trying to... <laughs> you know, uh, put people's lives at risk for the sake of short gains on wealth, which is really what it's all about. Right. Yeah. My governor's taken similar. Um, I'm from, I'm living Delaware. So we have John Carney and schools are closed until May 15th, at least, although rumor is it'll be indefinitely. And my daughter's currently in virtual school. Um, so that's been good. And, uh, I mean, I'm not going outside. We have a stay-at-home order, and I'm following it. Hopefully everybody else does. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, we have uh, Governor Cooper here, and yeah, he's doing the, Yeah, he's the same way where he's just going by his own, like, you know, we have a checklist that we need to follow before mm-hmm. everything's open back up, and the schools are, like, May, yeah, May um, 15 here as well, as well, I believe, and y'all, the virtual learning. Um, and he's even calling for, he's wanting more tests and stuff here for people before we even, you know, barely think about opening things back up um, here. And he's like, I think he was actually too for us to get even more locked down. Cause we had for, when we first went on our stay at home order, there were still people at, at like the parks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so now he's trying to lock down even more. So, but yeah, when Trump made that statement, it, I thought it was about, it's basically about the governors being like, okay, I need to make my own decisions here. Right. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to what's going on in your state. You know, it can't just be a open season for everybody because we know people are, are already aren't following the instructions. So when you hear something like that, everybody's like, oh, okay, we all good now. Everybody open back up. Yeah. When he took Virginia, I was like, keep my state out your mouth. it's like oh god it's all over there because you know you got that one group of people that group of people that's not taking this seriously at all right it's like i'm ready i'm ready to go out there oh yeah i knew it was real when they shut down if you were like let's say like a dairy queen or we have like rita's water ice here Mm. when they those places are being shut down because they're not really food they shut them down so i was like oh it's getting real and I'm not going to lie, um, this has kind of turned me into um, a cranky neighbor, I've noticed, because um, I live in a pretty nice neighborhood, and my uh, backyard leads into an open field. Well, I guess some teenagers that don't even live in this neighborhood found out, and they were playing baseball in my yard, like not in my yard, but in the field near my yard. My daughter plays out there, and the ball rolled up, and I was like, Destiny, don't touch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> of course she doesn't know anybody so she threw it back to them i made her come in the house wash her hands and told her she couldn't go outside until they were gone so the kid's been showing up like every couple of days and i'm like super tempted to call the cops because it's at least i, I count at least 10 of them out there and they're not social distancing and i'm just like i don't want to be that neighbor but i'm gonna have to be if they show up again mm-hmm. and normally i would never care about something like that like oh they're kids but 
Mm, gonna have to snitch. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> been getting snitched on. I'm telling you, I'm not paying that uh paying attention to that social distancing. Yeah, gonna have to snitch. Can't can't be having that. And they left trash. Well, now I'm really like, oh my gosh, not on my property. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> never thought I would be this person, but here I am. So yeah, it's 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 been a lot. I can't wait for it to open up. I don't I don't think I'm going to immediately go outside or go out when the all yeah. clears yeah. is given. Okay. But okay. but I am looking forward to the day when I can because this this has been. Uh, quite an adjustment like I love separating I like to work and I like to be at home and I like them separated um I I have worked from home before you know as needed so if I'm sick I'll stay home and work from home I've worked from home up to a week mm-hmm. but this is this is uh, I, I need to go back and I never thought I'd miss the office but I miss it yeah because you know the wi-fi was a struggle for me you know when you start having to do all this stuff at home like the zoom calls and everything you're like man what kind of router do i need now do i need an extender <laughs> i mean it was just all kind of things i was like this is this is too much you got to become your own it person yes yeah i've been i got a dock station a, a braze platform second my, i got all types of stuff now that i literally i was working off a chromebook for like two three years and now i have all this fancy equipment just to work from home so and thank god that we have the technology that we do to be able to get through true, this yeah. can you imagine if there was no teleconferencing or you know because like even when i had to deal with my doctor and you know go with um deal with like my doctor visits mm-hmm. i didn't physically go into the office so we had um what's called telehealth so yeah it was a zoom conference call um, so thank goodness that we have these kinds of, uh, you know, forms of technology where we can communicate through this, uh, through this crisis, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, or I'd be laid off right now, probably one or the other. Um, my brother just happened to get yeah. home, working home capabilities about a few months ago. And just because his manager was like, I think you can work from home from now on. My brother was like, Okay. And now everyone that doesn't have re- remote access at his job, they got laid off. So it's mm. deaf. I, I feel like people are struggling. I'm happy. And I'm blessed that I'm in a position, even though I, I'm not the biggest fan of this, this current lifestyle. At least I can know my bills are paid. I'm yeah. still getting a check every two weeks. Yeah. Um, that hasn't stopped. So Thank God that's that. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something to be grateful for. The stimulus check came and um so it's, it's <laughs> I'm feeling some type of way because I ain't got mine yet. I'm like, huh, what's going oh, on? Oh yeah, it's a lot of people like I got mine, but there's a lot of people that are like it's too I feel like it's too many things they're trying to not tell you and tell you at the same time. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, Oh, wait for that check and that's like, Oh, well, they have this other account for you, so it might have went to the wrong place. Oh, look, I found my taxes in February. I already got my federal um, my job even gave us some money, you know, just dropped into our accounts one Friday. So I've been really blessed during this time. That's awesome. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm trying to say I'm saving actually now. I mean, I know I've been going crazy on Amazon, but <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it to the side, making sure, you know, at the end of this, I have a nice little savings account, you know, from all this, all this benefiting. But I feel like we're going to pay this back one way or the other, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Um, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm blessed too. I mean, I'm, I haven't got my stimulus check, so, you know, um, <laughs> Trump, come on now, come with it. But, um, <clears throat> but 
I am blessed that I do have that I'm self-employed and that mm-hmm. I have a job that does bring me some income. It's not a lot, but it's something that is sustainable right now while we're going through this um, and that I don't have that I'm not under the whim of an employer where I have to be worried about getting laid off. Um, right. which has always been, you know, something that I've aspired to is to just like own my own business and to work for myself. And now that I'm finally there and this happens, I'm like, okay, thank God I'm grateful. Um, right. I'm not where I want to be financially. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm still struggling. Don't get it twisted. Mm. But at least I don't have to worry about being under that threat. So um, I am grateful for that. And it's it really sucks because I'm hearing so many colleagues of mine that are in the entertainment industry that are getting laid off, people that work for big studios, people that I know that are publicists that work for Disney, that work for Warner Brothers, um, and that even work for smaller um, uh, publicity uh, studio firms that are getting laid off left and right, and it it sucks because you know it's there's no movies that are being produced right now and TV shows and things are getting postponed and pushed back. Um, so people, a lot of people are losing their jobs. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, this is something obviously that's going to obviously be temporary, which it will. And, um, you know, people will be able to bounce back, but it's, it's, it's a pretty rough time for all of us. So, yeah. Yeah, if if not if it's not hitting your pockets, it's hitting you mentally, right, or physically. I mean, everyone's affected one way or the other. No one's gonna come out of this unscathed. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely try to get the uh, you know the help that you need with therapy if you can. Um, so if you do have insurance or you know um, some sort of uh, you know medicaid uh definitely get therapy because it does help during these times uh and they do have like telehealth services for that so um don't be afraid to reach out to a therapist i have my therapist i love her she's great <laughs> yep, all of all the therapists are online now got the hotlines so they ready. sure do yep yep they, they're all online so um don't be afraid to reach out to even if you've never had a therapist don't be afraid to reach out to them during this time because uh, that's the thing too is like the therapist they're going through it so they can definitely empathize with yours <laughs> <laughs> the therapist need there well my dad's a therapist um he's at a university though and he's he's still doing what he needs to do for his students so mm-hmm. So yeah, um, you know what? I know we already talked about Tiger King, but I feel like we should watch other things to get us through this. <laughs> oh my god! So what? Not just there is something you guys need to watch. I'm sorry to cut you off, Ryan. No, no, I'm really excited to tell you that it's not out yet. I saw a press preview. You guys have to watch Hollywood. It's this new series by Ryan Murphy, best known for Glee and American Horror Story franchise. Oh my God, this show is amazing. So it's about like old Hollywood and um, it's kind of, he takes a lot of um, like creative liberties. He um, has characters like Rock Hudson in it and Queen Latifah plays Hattie McDaniel and... uh, 
talks about sort of the cliches of what it is to be in Hollywood, like the casting couch. And there's all things <laughs> about, you know, racism and classism in Hollywood and what it is to be gay in Hollywood and kind of trying to uh, conceal that with this character who plays Rock Hudson in it. So it's really, really, really good. And Jim Parsons is in it. And I just want to say, if you did not want an Emmy, I will riot because he (laughs) killed it in his role as this like smarmy, just sleazy agent. Um, Oh, yeah. I can see him killing it. Oh, my God. I thought I hated him in Hidden Figures. I hate him even more in this series. (laughs) So, um, we need, yeah, you guys need to watch it and we need to do like a show about Hollywood. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm checking this out. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, um, Black at Black AF, I mean, I, I <laughs> that dropped on Netflix today. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to, but I'm planning on watching tonight. Kenya Barris is basically playing himself and his wife is Rashida, um, Rashida Jones. And I love me some Rashida. And, <laughs> I mean, can can I say this without offending? You know how Rashida, um, she she passes, right? A lot of yeah. her characters have been white characters, yeah. so I'm I'm really interested to see her, you know, play her black side basically, because she was like, "Don't play with my kids," like I, you know, all that. <laughs> you know how we talk. I was like, ah, I can't wait. So I'm I'm gonna watch that. And um, Ryan and I have been watching Little Fires. Everywhere, yeah, little fires is. I love that. I, I need to watch it. it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, oh. Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon. And yes. they this is amazing. I like it. And what I found because we kind of want to do a recap series on it. Um, and I found out the book has always been on my list. And for whatever reason, I just wasn't into this like desperate housewives, you know, <laughs> poor little white girl. I just wasn't interested uh-huh. um, at all for what I, I just wasn't in the mood for it. But then I happened to see the preview on Hulu and I saw that, you know, Carrie Washington was playing one of the characters. And I was like, oh, this changes it up for me because yeah. this is not just about classism. It's about race, too. And putting a mirror up to someone and making them see their privilege oh i'm into this so i love it i love it even with carrie washington's weird mouth expressions i love it <laughs> what weird mouth expressions what you trying to you, talk about she's still doing now? the olivia pope mouth quiver she's uh, i mean we she's been doing it since the <laughs> last dance but it just became really apparent that's you it's not carrie washington if she doesn't do the lip quiver that is so funny it's a whole meme. When she did American Son, that was that's also on Netflix. Yeah, she just Carrie just has that thing with her lip, and I love it. But it also sometimes it's funny when you pause. Anyways, love you, Carrie Washington. But she's been doing that. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I never, I never noticed it until Scandal. But you're saying she's done it since Save the Last Dance. Yes, when she was um, Chanel. Oh man, she was making that same in the movie when I watch it. Well, she was just like, Tarek. And then her lips started to quiver. She's been doing that for a minute now. That's all. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, any last thoughts about what's going on in the world or any new shows or anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, Insecure is back. We talked about that, yeah, right? Insecure is back, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we just can we just briefly touch on TSA Bay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, what is happening? That's all um, I got to say on that. I'm done. I just appreciate that um, Issa loves diversity in her relationships. I oh, love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm here that, for yeah, it. There is that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm here for it. What? What's, I mean, personally, I, I would not go for TSA Bay. He's not my cup of tea. I'm too superficial <laughs> for that kind of relationship when it comes to physical attraction. But that's me. That's why I don't have a man in my life. But, um, I respect that Issa likes, you know, Thick guys, thin guys, you know, guys, tall guys. It don't matter to her. And I like that. I think that's what's up. Them cheeks was clapping. That's all I got. I was, I was, I was, I was thrown off, but he gave her honey. He didn't leave empty handed. He was supportive at her event. So, yeah, he was was definitely supportive at the event. um, You know, I, it it was funny. That's all I got. So I will say that I have seen the first five episodes. Jamie, yes, I'm writing. Re- I'm writing recaps for the site. Yeah. All right, all right, oh, all right, all right. Doing I'm doing it for work. Like, man, who has an inside scoop? I'm doing it for she work. She always do. She always do. All right, go ahead. So uh, <laughs> I will. I will say this. Um, and also, by the way, uh, shameless plug: there will be an interview with Natasha Rothwell on Black Girl. Yeah. So look out for that. Oh, yeah. Um, Kelly! I love girl. her, by the way. And the best friend everybody needs. Yes, Kelly is life. So this season is, in my opinion, one of the best seasons ever. There's going to be a lot of conflict. I mean, we've seen it already happening between mm. Molly and Issa and Canola. Yeah. Mm. So expect to see that threesome relationship grow and fracture even more. Oh. Um, and then the some interesting dynamic between Issa and Lawrence also happen. Um, I've only seen five. There's nine episodes this season, so you know I don't know what goes beyond. But yeah. Okay. So what episode is um, Carrie Washington directing? Carrie Washington directed an episode. Uh-huh. See, I don't know what she's at. Uh-huh. I, I don't even know beyond five. I know, um, I know, uh, Nigella Mujan. I'm saying her name so wrong, but she uh, directed this movie called Jin for uh, South by Southwest, which you can see the review on BlackAllNerds.com. She directed an episode for Insecure. Um, okay. I think it was episode four. Uh, but I did not know that Carrie Washington directed an episode. Yeah, and I did not know until know. recently that Natasha um wrote episodes and was a producer. I did not know. Yeah, yeah I heard yeah, I saw like And then she used to write for SNL. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't know that. And then she's, she's classically trained. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. She is a renaissance woman. She was on Wild and yep. Out, too. I love her. I just, and um, I feel like I'm going on a quick tangent, but I'm in an insecure discussion group. And I, someone brought up the fact that they don't, they feel like um, Kelly's a stereotypical overweight woman that's just life of the party. And I was like, what? I feel like I they love Kelly. Kelly. I love Kelly, but I feel like they need to do more with her character because you notice that she oh, doesn't yeah, really have, nice, though, she's yeah. the only friend that doesn't have like a consistent relationship. Like, but she's in a relationship. Molly has a consistent relationship, even though you know it only lasts one season. <laughs> well, Molly all over. Here's my thing, though. Molly all over the place with her love life. Issa all over the place. Tiffany is 
Tiffany. But I feel like out of everybody, as far as like job security, have their life together, I do feel like Nata- not Natasha Kelly is the one that has it together out of that foursome. You know, she's a she's um she's in finance. She was schooling True. Issa on her budget. So I feel like she's wild. But I heard Natasha say somewhere that um she writes for Kelly because she's not as um as open or or as unapologetic. So that's why yeah, she writes Kelly that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Well, in our interview, um, she did mention that she wants to do more than what uh-huh. she's um doing now with insecures like because she had mentioned that she's classically trained so she wants to do more in that space um uh-huh. you know as far as the entertainment industry goes which i think is awesome because yeah she's been in like um this movie called love simon and then she's going to be in wonder woman 1984 that's going to be coming out oh. yeah. so, I love love simon by the way I've, I've seen it 15 times yeah um <laughs> she gave me no no information on that whatsoever. I was like, damn you. <laughs> you know, you know they won't. <laughs> not a thing. Um, but yeah, so I, I hope to see her in more things than just being the best friend. But mm-hmm. I, I see I hear what you're saying, Angelica, but I yeah. kind of wish they gave her more. Yeah, that they fleshed her out a little bit more. Cause even Tiffany gets a little bit more, you know, substance to her character than Kelly. And yeah. I don't like Tiffany. Nobody likes Tiffany. And she's shallow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of y'all would say, I haven't seen anybody. Yeah, that's a whole separate situation there. <laughs> well, we could talk about Condola and her braid. You know, they call her all types of names. They call her braid. They called her Corona. They call her um, comeuppance. They've called her every variation of the, of the letter C. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. No, I was just I was just breaking down all of, of Condola's nicknames. That's all. And pop them tags and all that good stuff. Another show I just got started on, and I know I'm late. I just started on BET's 20s. I love that show. And I bring that up because the same actress that plays Condola, she's on there. It is so good. I heard about it. I haven't seen it. I was wondering if it was good, though. I, I saw, like, the previews and everything. It's, it's, it's worth checking out. Um, yeah. I and then I saw an episode it. of Boomerang. Yeah. I only saw one episode. And that episode was actually pretty good. Okay, BET. Because didn't we talk about that on the podcast, Ryan? And you, we were, you were like, hmm, more sure about it. Yeah, I was going to, I wonder about the second season. I didn't really finish the first season all the way through, but I was wondering if they kind of picked it up the second season because I could tell they were still trying to figure things out. Yeah, that, that one episode, I, I, I was feeling that one episode. She went to France and I don't even know the character's name. I guess she was kind of like the Eddie Murphy character because she went to yeah, France. because I was going to, but I was definitely going to try to give the second season a chance because it looked like they were trying to figure it out. But yeah, I mean, it definitely has a drama there. Like if you want the, you know, if that's what you're coming for, it's definitely got that in it. So if you're a fan of like movies and all kinds of Yeah, the girl with the braids, with the box braids, she went out to France and met this <laughs> black Frenchman who was really, really hot. He could barely speak a lick of oh, English. Yeah, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. then they wind up hooking up. And then after they hooked mm-hmm. up, she looked over at his feet and his feet was all jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to Eddie. I get it. Yeah, right. I was like, I love how they pull in like the stuff from the movies. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay, I- I've been watching Outlander too. I've been rewatching that, so that's that's been escapism for sure. Going to Scotland. Oh yeah, we can do uh, recaps of that on BGN. Outlander. Yeah, 
love it uh it's getting good i'm on season five now and um sam hewan just doesn't stop i mean he, he's fine and at whatever age he's portraying so it's, it's been nice yeah um, so yeah um, have you guys heard of, is it called Quibi or Quib? What is that? Like, have yeah. you guys heard about I it? I heard like about new, that. Yeah, I haven't checked out anything on I saw um, uh, Sophie Turner has like a show on there or something, but I didn't see any like, you know, I haven't checked it out or anything. But I'm just curious because they, they're offering like 90 days free trial or stuff just to get people interested in it. And hmm. I was just curious how that was. Yeah, so um, Quibi is uh, basically kind of like these little episodes. And I think the episodes are like, five to 10 minutes so you could okay. watch it like on the train ride to your next you know destination or whatever yeah. and um i think jeffrey katzenberg is the founder of it or whatever and i watched um because I, I got a press preview of it i watched free ray sean and that stars stefan james Lawrence fishburns mm-hmm. in it skeet ulrich um and that was really good and um antoine fuqua is the director of it but the only thing I didn't like about the press preview is they gave you the f- first three episodes, but they don't give you the mm-hmm. full film. Uh, so I didn't know how it ended. And it was really, really good. So it ended on this really huge, you know, climactic moment. And then I'm like, well, where's the rest of the episodes? <laughs> so, um, and I guess that's just the way to talk about and it. Minutes, yeah. Um, so, but I guess if you subscribe to the free trial, you can watch them and then, you know, decide if you want to keep it or, you know, not. Okay. Um, um, but I wish they would give the press more than just three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to get free these journeys. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean I'm promoting y'all yeah. stuff, you know, that's the way it works. <laughs> we, we all love screeners. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, but Free Ray Sean was good. And then if you go on Black Girl Nerds, Kat wrote a review for um, 50 States of Friday, I think. 50 States of something. That's the Sam Raimi one. So it's like a horror uh, type type film. So they got all different types of uh, movies. And then um, I also, they released a trailer this week for Dummy with Anna Kendrick. So she befriends a sex doll. <laughs> so it's like somebody somebody on Twitter was like Lars. Yeah, somebody on Twitter was like, Yeah, Lars and the real girl did it better. I'm like, y'all, why y'all hating? Just give it a moment. That movie was depressing. <laughs> I feel like Kent Anna is gonna be like more comedy. Yeah. Lars and the real girl made yeah. me cry. Because yeah. <laughs> so. didn't he yeah, because wasn't he like bipolar or had some kind of mental disorder or something like that? He was like severely depressed and detached. Yeah. yeah. That that doll helped bring him back to life. Right, right. Yeah. He, and he and, and seeing a fat um <laughs> Ryan Gosling was funny, and he was just sad. He just he was it was just sad. I wouldn't. I mean, it was a good movie, but if you're depressed, don't watch yeah. it. It's gonna make you sadder. Uh, <laughs> so and Anna Kendrick probably is gonna bring some laughs there. Um, but yeah, any books anyone's reading or catching up on their reading during this time? Ooh, oh, of course. Books. So you know, Kindle the Kindle Amazon Kindle is is working. Uh, nice. What you reading? Uh, what did I just? I I just finished uh, Generation X. I think it might be Uncanny X Men. I just had to. I finished nice. that. Um, I'm working. I'm working on Moon Girl. That's super cute. If you got like for the nine year old. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, just in, I'm trying to think. Marvel has some stuff because they're trying to figure out this whole um, X Men thing since it's owned by Fox and 21st mm-hmm. Century. How they can cross that over? Yeah, yeah. So all of that stuff, and you know, I'm wearing out my Disney Plus subscription with the Marvel because I'm going back and watching all the the uh, Marvel stuff. The uh, their first phase, I guess, now is what it's considered because we passed that phase now. So right. Yep. Okay. But yeah, they got some. They got some good stuff trying to work out the deals because they know everybody at home, and then they probably gonna go up on your subscription after that. But probably. <laughs> the Artemis Fowl is gonna be on Disney Plus. Oh, um, I have that book. I have that book here, right in my collection. Yeah, so that's fun. I um I actually started to reread the diary of Anne Frank. I wow. have not, oh, and I don't. I was you ever like talk to your friends and you just get on a subject and then you go down a rabbit hole. And I don't know why Anne got brought up, but I was like, hey, I have a copy, and it's almost. And I'm not comparing it at all in any way, but I am confined. You know, what I'm saying like so. It's kind of interesting, like being in her head and then reading it as an adult. Because last time I read mm. the book, I was I was what twelve, thirteen. I was around her age. So reading yeah. it now as a parent going through that and and being in her dad's kind of um headspace it's crazy so um i haven't been depressed yet it hasn't made me sad just yet but it, it it is very introspective and because i started reading that then my silly behind decided to watch um where hands touch which was super duper controversial but i thought hey that movie. yeah it's on hulu and um it is problematic. I love that film. I, and I think, and I got a lot of hate on the internet for it, but I don't care. I liked it. I'm not, no, what I'm saying is I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh-huh. Um, but I also understood the criticism, but it it hurt my feelings. Like I, I was sad for like a whole day after watching it. <laughs> like I was just sitting there like, wow. I mean, can we spoil it? I feel like, I mean, Ryan, do, do you feel okay with that or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can spell it. Yeah. Why did he get? Why did he die though? And I'm like, I feel bad for a Nazi. Like this, what world do we That's live why in? I ended up liking the movie because he died. So that oh. that made it not a film about Nazi. Because people were like, oh, this is a Nazi sympathizer movie. But no, it wasn't because they killed the Nazi. Like, if they but the Nazi murder, killed the Nazi. <laughs> His daddy killed him. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we that's probably gonna have to be a spinoff episode. How we gonna break this down? But um, we might have to because it's like I could see if they kept him alive and they lived happily ever after, and like right, the Nazi is romanticized, but they didn't romanticize the Nazi. He he died. So and he right, and he didn't want to be a Nazi. Like once he saw all the death and what really happened, he didn't want to be a Nazi. He was like, uh, -uh, this is not this is not honorable. Right. This is not for he he had a tragic end. So, you know, he lived this life of being a Nazi, which he inevitably did not want to have, but still the the price that he paid for living this sinful life as a Nazi was death. So there's nothing right. romanticize there's nothing to romanticize in that. So why call it a Nazi sympathizer film just because Amanda Stenberg's because Ryan basically Amanda Stenberg's character you know who Amanda Stenberg is right yeah yeah okay her character um falls in love with a Nazi you know so 
black German girl falls in love with a Nazi and people were upset about, oh, why does this black girl fall in love with a Nazi and they're romanticizing Nazis and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people were, it kind of almost reminded me about, remember Angelica, the film that we also were talking Mm -hmm. about with, um, oh gosh. The something in the belly? Yeah. With Dakota um, Fanning? Yeah, Sweetness in the oh, Belly with okay. Dakota Fanning. It kind of reminded yeah. me about that, where people just love to have these knee-jerk reactions on mm. social media without really even going into the film. Um, yeah. That's kind of just what got me. And I actually had a chance to um, meet Ama Asante and Amanda Stenberg when I went to the Toronto Film Festival. And they saw my okay. review, and they were just like, you know, thank you for thank your you. honest, you know, critique of the review. And, and look, I'm not asking for people to like, you know, love it. Yeah. To, and, and even people stars of the film to be like, oh, thank you. Like, I, I genuinely really liked the film for what it was. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So, was. Yeah, I just I again, I, this whole knee jerk social media reaction to things it's just so exhausting to me. It's like, come on, guys, let's take a breath <laughs> and really dive into what this story is about. And it's not a Nazi, yeah. at least in my opinion anyway, it, it wasn't a Nazi sympathizer film. Yeah, and I will say this. I never knew about the history of of, of what they called the Rhineland Bastards. So that actually made me start looking it up. Like, oh, there was kids who were literally... Uh, Hitler secretly ordered for them all to be um what's the word uh I'm, I'm, wanna, I'm thinking of animal terms euthanized not euthanized can you help me out here Jamie? I couldn't think of it um fixed like he, he he wanted them to be sterilized Ooh, I can never finish the word but it was like 800 of those kids who were the children of a German born mothers and then their fathers were like um French African uh soldiers and they had kids together and then they left and the kids were there. So it was 800 of these kids who were just um, ordered to be sterilized. Right. And it, it was a, it was a really interesting piece of history. So that movie was my uh, soundboard or my jumping point to look into that further. Um, and I also, you can see how someone, it's terrible, how someone could become a Nazi. So if you're living in that country and you're 10 years old and you're seeing your friends going to the Hitler Youth or whatever, or the Nazi Youth, you could see how they can be kind of um, radicalized. Radicalized, exactly. So I, I seeing it from the, that angle, I wouldn't consider it sympathy, but I could understand how someone can get caught up in that world, just like any other, like, radical group um so it it was interesting um it it, like i said it made me sad and um i think amandala did a great job and so the actor that played um lutz so uh, yeah you know it could it could have been better but i I mean i enjoyed it for what it was so right i think what what i was trying to clarify is like i just got a lot of hate because of the fact that i'm a black woman film critic that like movie about a black girl falling in love with a nazi and I guess I'm supposed to not like that. Right. Right. And if you watch the movie, she's actually worse than him. <laughs> the way she was acting. She's like, I'm German. And I, you know, I'm like, girl, they don't like you. Girl, you black. Wake up. <laughs> You're black. <laughs> so if anything, she was the problem. Um, he was actually kind of more of a he was actually more of a sympathetic character. She was I had some hard time liking her character. But yeah, overall, like I said, yeah. for what it was, I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, people forget art is supposed to make you feel something different. It doesn't always have to be the way you see it. Yeah. So give it give it a chance. Give it a chance. Don't always jump on the bandwagon just because you see a lot of people thinking one way. You don't have to yeah. think that way. It's okay. Exactly. And during this time that we're all home, definitely catch up on things that you would never watch or would never read. You're you're by yourself anyway. Might as well <laughs> do yeah. something. That's all I got. Cool. Anything else before we wrap up? This was a good show. <laughs> yeah, we ended on Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. Yes. We're trying to give people options, okay? You need options while you're sitting at home. You know, diversify <laughs> our content on this program. <laughs> well, I'm good. I just hope everybody stays safe, stays inside, and sanitizes. Yeah. 20 that's, seconds. That's we wash your hands, people. And if, sing a song. And if yeah, you live in Florida, be careful, guys. Don't go to the beach if you can. We yeah, want you to be safe. We want you to still be here next year. So um, you know, don't don't do it. Um yeah. Wash your hands, wear a mask, stay inside, and don't listen to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And and thank you to everybody out on the front lines that actually have to be out there yep. too. Yep. Oh yes, absolutely. Thank you to all of our essential workers that have to do this every day. And yeah, all of the health workers, mm-hmm. uh, we are indebted to you. So yes, thank you. Um, awesome. Let's give our social media shout outs, y'all. I don't even remember it anymore. It's been so long. <laughs> you guys go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm at November Bear on Twitter. I should I should back you up. I used to have a car, but I'm sitting by me right now. <laughs> it's been so long. I'm at um, Melanin Mommy 2816. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, I'm at Jamie Brodnax. If you see my tweets, it's usually about political stuff. So if you don't like political tweets, you probably don't want to follow me. No, um, you need to follow that. You need to get all that information. Jamie, be keeping you informed. Follow it. <laughs> at Black Girl, and at Black Girl Nerds, guys. And at Black Girl Nerds and at Black Girl Geeks. And at BGN Podcast. Um, so follow us on all the Twitters. Yep. All right. All right. So thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.